What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast, episode 73. 73. I'm your host, Ryan. Gonna wait for Matthew to join us, Mr. Ad Customs by Matthew. But yeah, we're back. Month long hiatus. First episode since uh, the end of May. And here's Matthew. Click on the button, dial, whatever you want to call it. Hopping right in right away. What's up, buddy? Mile and a half. What's that? Mile and a half. What's going on? Oh, shit. What? Oh, you're frozen now. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can't. I say I almost forgot. I have to take it. Heaven forbid I use Wi-Fi in my house. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's technology, right? <laughs> Great. How are you, sir? I am good. How are you? It's I'm been a long good. time. I mean, I'm not bad, but I'm not good. I'm just whatever. But I had a good Great. night. I had a couple good days this week, so that's good. That is how, good. Are you, how are you? You look well rested. Oh, I'm tired as shit right now. I'm trying, trying to, to get back, back to bed. Yeah. Got to stay up till at least, I don't know, six or seven. So just going to fight through it. It's tough. What time did you get up at today? Noon. Yeah, a good friend yet. monster is gonna help me. Good friend monster, that's nice. I'm drinking orange juice like I just woke up. Ah. We're weird people, man. I tell you, I tell you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know. Vacation was good. Vacation was good. That's good, man. That's awesome. Your pictures look nice. Looks like you stayed in a cool place. Yeah, it's nice. Nice it's little nice cottage. To see all the guys too. I haven't seen pictures of them in so long. It's funny. It's like just seeing them, but now they're just all older. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, time time has uh, aged us all, sadly. It's not a bad way. It's more just weird because it's like I haven't seen them in like 15 years probably. And it's like, oh, sure. hey, there you guys are. I recognize you, but it's just, yeah. Oh, what up, BC Sasquatch? How's it going, man? Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it was, it was fun. It was uh, relaxing. It's very, been very, very hot here. So, you know, we're in the... Yeah, I mean, we're in the 90s to the 100s every day, so. Ooh, that's not good. It was hot here today. It's supposed to be hot. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be eight, uh, 33 here on on uh, Tuesday, I think. So it's supposed to be pretty hot. So whatever yeah, that is in Fahrenheit, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's like every day here, it's between like 23 and 30. So it's just like. Ugh, that's too hot. <laughs> yeah, that's too it's hot. Something- Yep, 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 yep. I went and saw Bill Burr tonight. I yes, uh, I wanted to ask you how that was. He's coming to Windsor in like August, I think, or October. I don't remember. Nice tickets weren't actually that expensive. They were, I mean, they were still expensive, but like compared to everybody yeah. else, because like his tickets came up first. And I, it's not that I don't like Bill Barr. I do like Bill Barr, but like Bill Barr, Bill Burr, but. Yeah. Um, as soon as his went up, I bought them because his were kind of the first. And then all of a sudden, like, Bert Kreischer got his up. Then Tom Segura got his up. And I'm just like, no, I, I probably would have rather seen Segura for sure. But, but man, Bill Burr was funny as hell. Oh, my God. So funny. What up, Jack? Yeah, Cousins? I mean, I, I, would, I love Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr is hilarious. So, so I would funny. definitely, like, 
love to see Bill Burr. I mean, I, I like I like Kreischer too. I'm not a huge Segura fan. I mean, he's fine, but I'm not going to go out of my way for him. But oh, see, I like um, Segura is one of my favorites. So, and Mulaney's coming to Vancouver again too, which is cool. So, I just find stand up is so pricey when they tour, and it's just like ah. And it's it's like you don't really get an extended version or anything. You just get like a couple openers right like the sets are still right. like an hour so it's like that's all you really yeah. get right so but that's nike i, I mean i would love to go but i've never been to a stand-up show so oh really oh i've been to a lot i since i've been in vancouver i've been doing it a lot more so <clears throat> when's it doesn't get much right and i i haven't crossed into the states in you know three years now so yeah that's a long time so um man there's so much to catch up on holy shit Oh fuck, I man! We, I mean, this, this episode might be a little longer than normal. I mean, I don't want to go like six hours long here, but obviously we've been gone for a month. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll stay awake regardless. I have to, but um, yeah, we've missed a month of content, and uh, everything decided to air at the same time while we were off. So a, a good month of content. Oh, tons! Like, I mean. So, I mean, I don't know where you want to start, what you've been watching, what you what, what you want to talk about. I mean, obviously, we're going to dive into Obi-Wan as yeah. the main topic of this episode um, and kind of spice in the next couple of weeks. We'll cover, we'll cover Miss Marvel. We'll cover um, the boys. The boys. Yeah. Are you are you an Umbrella Academy fan? I watched the first season. I struggled to get halfway through the second before I shut it off. And Kate was like. Do you want to watch the Umbrella Academy? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Anyway, so Maybe that actually. we can talk. I can talk about. I mean, the last season or the the last two episodes of uh, Stranger Things are Things. coming up. So yeah, there's so much shit. But uh, yeah, I guess what you've been watching, what you've been doing, a month long um, hiatus, lots to talk about. So yeah, so aside from seeing uh, Bill Burr tonight, I saw Bleachers on Thursday, which was awesome. Such a good were they good live? Show. I've never yeah. seen. Yeah, it's my second time seeing them live. Uh, last time they were here, they were touring off of the first album. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, first the first time I saw them, they only had the first album to play off of, so they played some Steel Train songs and stuff. But this time it was like it was their their song selection really surprised me because like there was definitely songs that I was like, why didn't they play that? And then there were songs that I was like, why are they playing this? Like like uh, I don't know if you like from the first album, but the uh, the song with Yoko Ono. I know it's like a mix of two oh, songs, and it's so like terrible. I love that. I love that song for some reason. I just, I love the mix of the two songs together and the beat that slowly gets bigger. And like, I always fuck with Kate, right? Whenever we put bleachers on, I'll like switch to that song and I just look at her and I'll just like sing it. I'm like, snow is falling all the time. And wow, so you can do Yoko Ono exactly. That's scary. Thank you. And then, so we're sitting there and we're listening to bleachers, watching bleachers. All of a sudden the lights all go off and it's like, and I was like, I thought they were going to play the, like, I can't remember what song that intro goes to, because it's kind of like a bleed of two songs, right? But right. then he starts singing, Snow is Fall, and I'm like, fuck right off. How are they serious? He's on Yoko's part? Yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. So, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was fucking hilarious. But yeah, it was a great show, man. Honestly, he's so good, and he's so energetic, and like, they don't miss a beat like they don't phone anything in it's like every instrument's accounted for and just it's like further who reason, opened 
I don't know. I don't do concerts like that anymore. Like my concert viewing experiences are different, way different from what they were when we used to go. Like now I call in the daytime and I say, hey, what time does Bleachers go on at tonight? And they said 8.15. So we rolled in at 8.15. We waited 10 minutes. They started playing and we <laughs> watched them and we got it. But it's like, it's funny because they don't, they don't play um, encores. Like he says, he's like, don't wait. Like we, I don't, he's like, I don't understand the point of an encore and like, I just won't partake. So he's like, it, I agree with that. Sad. I think yeah. encores are the dumbest thing in the world. Know, but so weird. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go off the stage for five minutes, come right back, and then we're going to play two more songs, and you're going to like it. The classic Blink-182 move. I mean, I just... I love when Blink used to say it, though. That was always fun. Yeah, no, totally. It's, uh, I I don't know. I, I, I understand, like, why it started or whatever, but I'm just like, okay, we know every band is doing this now, so why don't we just fucking play a full set and then get off the stage and call it night? Like, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was really good. In terms of what I've been watching, to be honest, I've been so busy. I haven't really strayed away from the stuff that's keeping me busy, which has been Kenobi, Miss Marvel, and The Boys. Um, especially because there's been a couple episodes of Obi-Wan where, like, I literally watched it. Like, that last episode, I won't break into it too, too much here, but, like, I watched it, and I was going to watch Miss Marvel right after, and I'm like, I need to watch those fight scenes again. So I, like, just went back through it, and I just fast-forwarded through all the rest and just watched the fight scenes i was like this is fucking amazing um and then i watched this marvel and fell asleep but not because i don't like it just because it was late and it was tired i was tired so when i rewatched it the next day i was like oh yeah this is great so it's great yeah it really is um so yeah i mean i guess we could you can tell me what you've been watching and then maybe we could just really quickly run over our current thoughts so far on the boys and this marvel and then Kind of sure. go from there. Oh, I also I've been listening to a stupid amount of anything uh, Jack from Bleachers related. So like Bleachers, Fun, Steel Train, like literally all week. It's all I've been spinning. Very summary, so it makes it sense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I I, I I've watched so much shit that there's no way I could ramble off everything I've watched in the last three weeks. Like it would take me. That would be the hour podcast. I mean, um. Obviously, the boys. Obviously, Myth Marvel. I mean, I finished up Stranger Things. I think last episode we did, but um, yeah, I can't wait for the two episodes to come back for that. What do you think about uh, uh, that comment that we just saw? Power Punch Toys says Stranger Things kicks Kenobi's butt storytelling wise. Like, I can't speak to that because I haven't watched it. But I think, I mean, they're very different stories. They're very yeah. different ideas, and, and um. I think there is storytelling issues with Kenobi. I do. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of plot holes and there's a lot of, I don't know. I, I mean, over the length of the show slash tying it into the rest of the canon, it, there, there's issues with it. And I'm not, you know, I, it is what it is. You either enjoy the show despite that, or it holds you back. But um, I think stranger things is one of the best shows on television period right now. I mean, I don't think, it's deniable that like they're very good at telling a story with an ensemble cast. I really do think that um, the creators of the show and everything, the Duffer brothers, I think they're, this is what they go by, but um, I, I, I would love to do X-Men. Oh, nice. like, I think, cool. 
I think they have the right vibe. I think they have a great grasp on how to handle multiple storylines moving at once. And I think it would work perfectly for X-Men. I think you could see a lot of the cast from Stranger Things as X-Men in the future. Yeah, I think they're just very young. I think that's the route that they're probably going to end up going with X-Men is, you know, a lot of young students and stuff like that. So I'd be okay with that. um, I could see Stranger Things really popping in there. I could definitely see, um, um, what's the other show that I'm watching here? Oh, uh, Umbrella Academy, people from Umbrella Academy going in there. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I love Stranger Things. Like, I think you would love it too, just because of the 80s vibe and all the synth and like the music and everything like that. Like, it's so 80s and it's so up your alley, nostalgia wise. I think we'll get around to it one day. I know we kind of started watching season one a long time ago, like when it first came out and it was kind of all the rage and both of us were just kind of like, eh, it was okay. Yeah, I think we got like two, two episodes maybe or something, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys stick with it. It's like a lot of the show is slow burning, but it it builds like the mystery throughout. And um, it's a very bingeable show. And the fact that like every kind of episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger that makes you want to watch the next episode. So it's it's really good that way. Um, But yeah, obviously, uh, Umbrella Academy as well. Season three came out on Wednesday. I already binged it. Um, Oh, is it all out? Yeah, it's all 10 episodes at once. And it was good? Yeah, I, I I think it's the weakest of the three seasons, but um, I think it's good. It's a lot of character <laughs> development. I don't know if that was because of COVID where they decided they couldn't tell a much wider together. story like they have in the past. It's very contained into basically one kind of area, but um, yeah, they had to handle the the you know transition of uh, Elliot Page yes. in the storyline because that kind of happened between seasons. So they handled that pretty pretty gracefully and everything like that like um yeah i enjoyed it a lot i i I love that show it's weird as shit i mean it's it's definitely like what the fuck is happening in the show a lot of the times especially in the early seasons like it's it takes a couple episodes to really find its footing and really yeah i agree with that a lot of viewers like jump in on it but i think overall it's really that we we stuck through that i'm surprised we did because it was slow to start too and we were both kind of like yeah is this is this not but I think she finished. I feel like Kate finished season two, but I didn't. So I, I love season two. Like I think season I, two is the best season. Oh really? I think I got through like three episodes, half of it, like kind of half paying attention. Like I, it lost me pretty quick. So it's weird. Like I mean, it's it's a super weird show, but um, I don't know. It, it just really reminds me of X Men. Like you know, a group cast. They all have different powers. They all have to learn to work together. There's yeah. a lot of bickering within, and I don't know. I enjoyed a lot. It's it's great. Nice. Um, nice. I don't know. I mean, I am sure I finished. You hadn't finished X X Files when we left off, did you? I don't think you had. I don't know if I did or not, but I I, I did, did finish everything. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I watched uh, every episode of X Files, both movies, both the new seasons. Um, <laughs> How are the new seasons? The newer season, the newest one. Uh, it. Look, um, it's hard to it's hard to come back to a show like twenty years later and have it work as well as the original show. Totally, I think they did a decent job at bringing the characters back. There is some massive story issues going on in the last two seasons. Like it's, it, it the plot is not great. The 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 main like there's always the conspiracy throughout going on that 
the main storyline helps. And then there's like standalone freak of the week episodes where it's just like some random creatures, some random haunting, some random murder, whatever the hell is going on. That's a standalone episode that doesn't really tie into the overall mythology of it. Um, there's like two or three episodes in the newer two seasons that like are super great, really, really good episodes that are just completely standalone episodes that like I really recommend, but the overall like mythology episodes aren't very well done. I mean, um, it kind of ends in a cliffhangery way where they're not doing another season. So that part sucks too. Hmm. Were they, Um, were they planning on doing a second season or did they leave as a cliffhanger to be dicks? They wanted to do another season, but like Jillian Anderson, I guess, was very unhappy with the way the story went and her character development and everything (laughs) that kind of bounced. And, um, yeah, the show doesn't work without her and David Duchovny. I mean, it just doesn't. So yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I finished that off. I mean, I recommend the show overall. Like, I think it's start, I think X-Files is some of the best sci-fi you can watch. Like it's, you know, it's, it's the Star Trek of, weird sci-fi you know and i recommend it if you're into sci-fi but like yeah there's some weak episodes there's some weak seasons i think it gets weaker as it goes yeah and i would really recommend like the first five six seasons are like standout seasons but cool cool yeah i i watch some movies here and there i'm reading dude oh you are nice yeah like a couple hundred pages in so it's good um Watch that while I was on vacation. Watch, I don't know, a bunch of random movies, just chilling with friends. And, um, yeah, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game came out while I was on vacation. So, oh, I need to get that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it for Switch. So, it's great. I mean, it's yeah. exactly my like you would expect like, it to be. My friends are praising it. So, very SNES yeah. era. They said it's super Mutant. fun. It's like the, the, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, like the old arcade totally. game, Kenobi. It's, yeah, it's like a sequel. A Konami, yeah, it's it's Konami. a sequel directly like to it. Like it's called Shredder's Revenge. It's basically supposed to be a direct sequel to like that, oh, like Turtle from Time, and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's it's exactly that style. You can play up to six players at once. Right, and you can um, play the four turtles: Case, uh, April, Splinter, and Casey. Once you beat the game, right? Yeah, Casey that's unlocks dope. once you beat the game. So that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. So, and, and don't I definitely recommend that. Different too. I heard. Like, I heard that the like. like yeah, heard, they have like, they have different skills this time. It's not just the same thing. They have different like specials and different like uh like throws and attacks and stuff like that. Like, I mean, they're they're all kind of similar. Where they they're all you know obviously using their weapons, Looks, but yeah, they all yeah. have different like stances and the little styles and things and like, different I heard, like that. Like Michelangelo's faster than the other ones. I heard that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like stuff like that. They have different like. Oh, I almost dropped my whole table. Um, oh Jesus! Yeah, they de- they definitely have uh, different speeds and different strengths and different weaknesses. Some are slower, some are faster, whatever. But um, it's it's fun. It's great. It's I only yeah, played nice. through one so it. far, and I played through as Donatello, obviously, because you got to go Donatello first. But dude, you want to see what I got? So I'm sorry to bogart your session here. But I'm on, uh, on I'm on unboxing Thursdays with toying around on Thursday this week, and because I had nothing to open, like there's no yep. pre-orders coming for me right now, so I decided to buy something that I've been eyeballing forever. Check this out. Oh boy! I'm not gonna open it here. I'll just show you the box, but 
Yeah. Ready for this shit? Oh, fuck. That's dope, dude. It's just like the old toy. It even has the screwed weapons in the back. See it? And it's brown in the back. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I would love to grab all those, man. That would be awesome. They're expensive. But I bet they are, yeah. Well, they're nice. I'll let you know if they're nice. It's the first. Uh, I've never bought a Super 7 figure before. Actually, I think my He-Man, my movie He-Man is Super 7, but it was like I bought it used, so I didn't get to open it. But yeah. Yeah, no, that, that looks awesome. Like That's the exact style I would want them in. And yeah, it's dope. It's pretty cool. Um, I would love a good shredder, too, but or a good yeah. crane, but well, next, the ones I have are really good too. Where they there? Yeah, they're yeah, I like those ones too. Yeah. They're dope too. But these ones are remind me of the. They're just nostalgic because they remind me of my the toys. And I just yeah, our toys. Say, yeah. I'm the same as you. Like Donnie's my turtle. So yeah, I, I mean, if you don't like Donatello, I'm sorry, we just can't be friends. So I always like to say, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? And why is it Donatello? <laughs> exactly. Best um, turtle, obviously. Obviously, obviously. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. He does machines. That's all I'm going to say. He does do machines. I didn't see Jurassic World yet. No? I know you went to it. I haven't saw Jurassic World. No. I haven't had time, so hopefully I'll be able to see it in the next couple weeks, but life's been busy. Yeah, man. I get it. Well, if not, I'll just talk about it one day quickly or something, but yeah, I saw that and it was fine. I've heard very mixed things. I mean, I've I've heard the plot's not very good, but they they you know it's fun. It's it's full of action. It's you know it's silly. Whatever. If you're gonna base dinosaurs. if you like this movie off the plot, it's you're not yeah. gonna like it. If you right. just go in and be like, I just want to see some dinosaurs and shit, pretty fun. Yeah, that's basically what I'm hearing. Yeah, the story. I'll see. I'll get around awful. to it. God. Awful. Yeah. Like the thought that that's we are making our sixth Jurassic Park movie, and that's the best they got. I'm like, yes. Someone should lose their job. That's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a big shame. Yeah, but I will say, tampered my excitement for it. Yeah, but you should still see it because the dinosaur shit is all really fun, really, really fun. Yeah, I, I will. Like, I, I mean, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan, right? So I, I would love to go see it, but I just, yeah, I haven't had time. I've been <clears throat> super busy. I was gone out of the city for the last eight days, so. We should, um, when you finally get around to seeing it, we should talk about it, and then we should talk about what would make a good... Because when I was listening to the Weekly Planet podcast, uh, someone wrote in, a fan wrote into them and basically said, like, isn't it crazy? And especially living in the day we are now, where they're, like, remaking all this stuff and making it so awesome. He's like, isn't it crazy that they made six Jurassic Park movies and only the first one was at the level of like excellence especially considering yeah. like no one else does anything like that so they have the whole free reign to do whatever they want without any competition yeah. and the first one is magnificent and then all the rest are just like eh. yeah i mean it's it's not only a shame it's actually crazy that they make five more and none of them are like groundbreaking none of them can stand next to no Jurassic park there's like, elements of well, I mean, there's elements of the second one that I love. There's elements exactly. of Jurassic World I love. I'm not saying I don't like, like the others. I'm just saying that they're not on any... Yeah, any but I mean, like, same. three in, in Jurassic World 2 are, are just abysmal or Fallen Kingdom, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I mean, 
three and five are, are terrible movies. Like I don't even I want agree. to rewatch them ever again. I agree. So yeah, I mean the fact that we got another sequel after how bad those two movies are is like bewildering to me. But I mean, we're gonna get a Morbius two and fucking you know it's the world doesn't even make sense. That's true, actually. It doesn't make any sense. I guess there is crazier um, things happening. So yeah, I mean the world's a it's pile. More, it's, it's more just um, it's more just surprising to me that they've done six Jurassic Park movies and only one of yeah. them is really like awesome. So, and I mean the fact that they got like Sam Neill and Laura Dern and, yeah. and you know uh, all these people back for another movie and they saw the script and they were like, yeah, we're ready to come back. I mean, it just shows you how either they like money a lot and they got paid, or they're just like, yeah, like we're we're nostalgic for the first movie too. We're in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, I I mean, I, of course, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I uh, I'm surprised, but it was. I'm not surprised because I didn't expect it to be good. I didn't go in thinking it was going to be good, so that saved me yeah. a bit too. I think so. But yeah, when you eventually, um, whenever you eventually see it, whenever you do, we'll talk. We'll talk about it, and then we'll talk about what could make a good Jurassic Park sequel and where they've continuously dropped the ball. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in for that conversation. I mean, I think probably sometime in July we'll have a little bit of a break between yep. all the shows ending and after Thor. So I think it'll work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super pissed that I'm going to have to fucking miss Thor. That fucking blows, man. That's the first Marvel movie I haven't seen opening night. And I, yeah, I don't even I, I don't even know if I've ever missed one. I don't think I have. I mean, outside of Black Widow, I've seen every single movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah same here. Black, Black Widow, only reason I didn't was because it wasn't in theaters. So right. I didn't see it. Not here anyway, so... But yeah, uh, yeah it, I got good. to the point where like I wanted to go so bad. I looked up how far the closest theater was to where I'm staying, and it's like a two-hour drive. And I'm like, mm, oh, I guess I'm not going. Yeah, it will be still there when you get back. I know. So you know what I decided to do? I booked a matinee. I booked a 1 p.m. on Monday to go yeah. to that Screen X, that new screen format that so that uh, uh, what's it called? It's offering uh, Cineplex. Jurassic World. Offering. Wasn't playing in it? No, they didn't have it. Oh, so, Finn. Hi, Finn. Little cutie. Um, yeah, Jurassic World, I saw the <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, like I said, I, uh, it's not even available here, I guess, but I would love to um, see more movies, but now they're jacking up prices and shit here, too, so it's like... Yeah, man. Prices are expensive. Everything's so expensive right now. It sucks. Yeah, sure is. It's insane. bewildering to me how people are surviving. But um, should we get into Obi Wan? Probably should. It's already eleven thirty. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I only watched every hey, episode once. So what up? Uh, hey man, how's it going? Um, I also I watched yeah. them all once, but I did fast forward through the fights from episode from the last episode. So I watched. So I may be a little hazy on what happened in what episode and. Oh, me too. Stuff like okay. that. But, I mean, overall, I really loved it. I mean, I, I think it's spoilers up there. For, it's coming. for anybody who's yeah. watching spoilers for Obi-Wan series. The entire episode series. All so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be Imagine mad at this. Imagine like, spoilers for episode one only. 
<laughs> only episode one, and then the rest we'll talk in very big. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think it's it's up there as some of the best Star Wars stuff that like I, I personally enjoy. But, I mean, there's definitely plot problems and, and storyline problems and all that kind of stuff. But, um... But I don't care about spoilers. That's fine. I mean, it, it's not a show that you can really spoil. You know the yes. outcome of the characters because yeah. you've seen the movies. So, yeah. It's the side stuff that, like, you're not really, you know, sure of, I guess. But overall, yeah, I mean, you know that Obi Wan and Vader are going to be there, alive, yeah. there. Yeah. and you know that Luke and Leia are going to be fine. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, 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 I think it could have probably been better off as a movie and been like a two-hour movie rather than a six-episode show. Oh, really? I, um, so. I love the longer format. I feel like we didn't really waste that much time. I feel there was like one slow episode. I feel like maybe the first one was a bit slow, but I was excited to get into it, so it didn't bother me. But then I thought like... I love the first episode, episode was... but I wish it stuck with that mood more. What do you mean? Like, I feel like the first episode was very like, like, kind of like the Inquisitors are chasing me and I'm hiding and like all that stuff and like, I feel like they completely abandoned, like, basically the whole Inquisitor arc of this, like, oh, I have to be in hiding or they're going to kill me. Like, they basically were just like, well, well they know where you are, but so shrug. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like that kind of worked because they were, he was running away from them the whole time. Or from Reva. But he wasn't was, really. I mean, they know he's on Tatooine. Yeah, but he wasn't on Tatooine throughout this whole thing. Just the first episode. I don't know. I, I I mean, he's back there now, so... Well, yeah, but that's because we know that's where he ends up. There no, some... I know, but I mean... Yeah. Vader knows that's where he's going. I mean, I... That's my, my, I mean, that's my main problem with the show, is like, they basically made it very easy that if Vader wanted to find him, he could, and he just clearly doesn't, because he's, I don't know, either scared or whatever, but... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean... There's a lot of issues with the show for a plot, but I, I, I like seeing, you know, Ewan McGregor back. I, I think he's fantastic. Um, I think they were very smart with giving Hayden Christensen very little to do other than walk around in a Vader outfit and fight. I think apparently, that was smart. Apparently he wasn't even in the Vader outfit all the time. But it yeah, was cool to I see think like that, that flashback of them. Like, I know that yeah, they but I mean, de-aged enough, but I mean... Again, no. like I have to understand that, like, oh yeah. There's, yeah, there's a budget, and like these guys are like, you know, those movies are 20 years old. You can't make 50 year old Hayden Christensen look like he's 18. Like you just, you can't do that. I mean, you you probably can, but I'm just saying that it's just. I agree. I mean, it just didn't look great, but I mean, I it is what it is. But it worked. Like to me, it worked. I got what they were doing. The attention to details were there in that scene. Like even right down to the lightsabers to. Yep. everything like it it worked so and and yeah, Ewan point. didn't look as bad like he didn't look as old but he no. looked really computer generated so like it kind of i agree but story. i think also the problem like kind of is too is like they should have made him look older like obi-wan needed to look older um not during that scene but like overall like he has like oh, yes. almost yeah. no, no gray in his hair at all and i'm like man He's like fucking ninety in the fucking first yeah, Star he Wars movie. Like, in like five years. Yeah, it's just the sands were not kind to him. Like, well, I think they've tried to say. 
again, I feel like this is the hard thing about a universe like this where you jump around, right? You're trying to build off movies that are 50 years old. And it's oh, like, of course. like, I get it. I get what everybody says about that. But it's like, if you can't just look past that, it's not like the, it's not like the issues are like, like plot altering issues in the, for the most, you know what I mean? They're minor things. So it's like, you know, things like Leia and Obi-Wan having conversations in episode four, where it feels like they didn't know each other until then. And then yeah. having this happen in the Obi-Wan series, like to me, that doesn't bother me because I thought we got a pretty great story out of it. So I was like, I can look well, past that. That and like, fuck, do you know how many times I probably met people when I was like eight or nine or 10 of like, you know, old people that were like friends of my parents or old, like random family members that I have no memory of whatsoever. Like, I, I, th- I think it's totally possible that Leia doesn't remember Obi-Wan like or has like some vague memory of like you know like obviously it was a big event in her life and like you could I don't know I can kind of look past it as like I don't know kids are kids man they have short term yes, memory yep like whatever like, it happened when she was young maybe she has a pretty fucking turbulent life over the next 10 years like yeah maybe you know. this is the first time it happens out of like a hundred <laughs> like maybe she just she keeps running away left and right. like, oh, God, yeah. don't you fucking ever learn like fuck me yeah exactly like stop fucking running around man supposed to be a princess fucking go be a princess but and I, then like, obi just obi-wan just turns off his communication he's like jesus fucking christ this guy keeps calling me to save his daughter so he throws it and that's why in episode four c3po and r2d2 have to go find him because he turned off his communicate he's fucking long gone exactly like, oh my god you turned off your communicator <laughs> exactly um what up baby source yeah no I, I i like i said there's definitely plot issues but like the best parts of it are obviously like the fights and like yeah, seeing oh seeing Vader just fuck people up and I'm like this is the Vader that I've always wanted to see it's like I always thought that like man this guy doesn't use his powers nearly enough in these yeah. movies and like we finally get him fucking doing things and I'm like this is awesome it's cool to see what has made like the it's weird to say that Disney has actually taken Vader and made him a way better character like yeah like now it's like you see it's like like now i see it and i'm like this guy's fucking terrifying like and he's totally fucking unhinged too right like yeah the unhinged part part, is the scary part like that one part you know when he like finally gets obi-wan in the first time they meet i think it was episode three and he pushes it into the fire or whatever when the fire went up like remember how tala saves them i can't remember how she saves them but she basically sets fire to something else and Vader doesn't yeah. want to cross it, which I think is weird. But also, uh, like to me, all I was waiting for him was to like take his stormtroopers and just throw them onto the fire and then walk over them. I, I thought he was going to do that. I thought that would have been sound but, but man, it was great to see Vader just like I like how he like walks up to where they're hiding in the one episode and he like snaps that kid's neck and like chokes the chick out. And I'm just like, dragging people along the ground as he walks and like, amazing. yeah, I like. Even when they were trying to escape in, I think, whatever, episode four or five there, and he, like, pulls down the ship and rips off the fucking, like, part of the ship and, like, you know, all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is the Vader I've always, like, wanted to see. It was, like, this terrifying, you know, force user that's actually using the force and actually, like, pushing people and, like, stopping lightsabers with the force and shit like that. Like, I was like, dope. You know? Um, um, 
before we dive into Reva or Reva's story, is it Reva yeah. or Reva? I can't remember. I think it's Reva, but I could be yeah. wrong. Um, the things I liked were like, I loved when it comes to the fighting scenes, like I loved how Vader started in that last episode by like one handing it and eventually gets to a point where he's like double. I was like, as soon yeah. as I saw him kind of like doubling and like moving like Hayden did and stuff, I was just like, Oh my God, this is so yeah. fucking amazing. Like yeah. <sighs> it gives me chills just thinking about it. It's so good. Yeah. It's great. The music was great during that scene. So like good. everything, everything about that scene i was like this is awesome like how everything's so dark and you can just really see the lightsabers b- yep. bouncing off each other and everything like that like it's really well done really well shot um i loved it i mean i i overall i think like it's up there with mandalorian as like Me the too. best star wars content we've gotten other than rogue one like in you know since the original trilogy but i i am gonna agree that i think this is kind of up up there for me as well i still love rebels but i mean uh Especially yeah, I, I, I was accounting because I haven't seen it. I know you weren't. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, this is fucking great. I thought I loved the whole story. I liked all of it. Honestly, like, I loved, I loved Leia. Like, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, she's so annoying," but I'm like, man, I love seeing. Like, it's cool to watch them play off of who Leia actually becomes. <clears throat> yeah and make it so prominent and it's like man that's why she excelled so quickly was because like she was like she knew what the fuck was up from a young age and she just like i loved that i loved everything about that and did you know that carrie fisher when she was young she had a little bird called lola and that's why they called the droid of hers lola isn't that cool that's awesome that's really cool i did not know that um no like i found way of very annoying in the first episode just because like I don't know, she's just being this, like, dumb kid that, like, constantly gets herself into trouble. But I also, um, like, as the show went on, I think she was far more endearing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, child actors are so hard to nail, right? And I think most kids are pretty fucking annoying regardless. So, um, well, I mean, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just, like, I think most kids are probably annoying. Like, I don't think kids, like... In general, I think are like you know they they get themselves into trouble. They do dumb things, or you know they don't really think things through before they act. And like, so I, I mean, in a way, I, I kind of thought, well, yeah, she's a kid. She's you know young. She's doing dumb shit. You can shit. Write like, it off, right? like you can, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, overall, I thought she did a, you know a pretty good job. I mean, um, I don't know where like a second season or anything would would star her or what how they could you know keep putting her in it because I think it would be silly if. You know, Obi Wan has to help her again. I think that would be kind of dumb, but yeah. I um, overall, like I, I, I don't know. I like the plot of the story and everything like that. I just think, yeah, there's plot holes all over the place and story issues here and there. But I can look past them because I enjoyed the time I had with the show. I, I found every episode engaging, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, like I said, I think they could have truncated it into a good two and a half hour movie, and I think I would have been more compelled to watch it just in one sitting and just, you know, story goes by, he's being hunted, you know, blah, 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 blah. I think it would have, I think it would have worked better that way, but I'm not disappointed by it. I mean, yeah, it's great. I'm not disappointed with six hours of Obi-Wan. I'm good with that. The things I liked were like the little things. Like I liked when him and Anakin were fighting at the end and he, I love when the mask 
breaks and you can see Anakin's burn face. Holy shit. Especially because you could hear Anakin's voice with the distortion too. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But that part at the end where he was like, where he's like, uh, I killed Anakin Skywalker or whatever. And then it kind of flashes back to like Obi-Wan telling Luke in the first episode or episode four where he was like, your father was killed by a Jedi named Darth Vader. And it's like, yeah. and I was like, dude, it actually makes sense now. Like, it's like they like write it a, a wrong there, right? It's like, yeah. you know, because like, yeah, you know, no. technically he didn't get killed by Darth Vader. But then after this now, it's like, okay, yes, he did get killed because that's what Darth well, Vader says. I mean, even Obi-Wan says it like what I told you is true from a certain perspective. But Luke's all yeah. like, from a certain perspective, like, yeah, I mean. From a certain perspective, he is telling you the truth. Like, you know, the dark side killed your father, and that's Vader. Vader is the, you know, all-encompassing dark side of the of the Force. And I don't know. I loved all the little like callbacks and shit, like Leia putting on the blaster holder. Yeah, I love um, that. At the end there, like I thought, I love that just because I don't know. It's just very nostalgic. Like uh, Obi Wan walking up to Luke and saying hello there. Yeah. You know, just straight callback to a new hope and like. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I loved it. I, I was surprised. The biggest surprise for the show for me outside of like, you know, the little bit of plot issues and stuff like that is the lack of droids other than Lola. And Interesting. I didn't even notice that, but yeah, totally. The lack of aliens. Like, it was almost all human. Interesting. I also didn't notice that. Like, there was literally, I don't think, any aliens in the show. Other than weird, I'm gonna have to go back and I'm. Gonna, I've been planning on rewatching it all in one piece. So I don't think there was a single alien in the show. Damn, I'm gonna look for that next time. Um, the other piece that I liked that I thought was really cool that was a good callback to Episode Four was when he finally defeats Vader at the end and he walks away and he says, uh, "Whatever," something or he calls him Darth instead of calling him Anakin. Yeah. And I was like, I always wondered why he called him Darth. Because I'm like, his name's not Darth. Darth is like the title of the Sith. And then... Right. So I was like... Yeah, no. It was weird to me that he would be calling him Darth. Like, his name was like Bill. It's like Bill Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is weird. But, like, I think he's just trying to unattach himself so much from all of it. And, like, the humanity oh, of get, it or whatever. I get why, but I'm saying yeah. I like that they called that. I like that they called that back and... He leaves yeah, yeah. by calling him Darth, and I was just like, that's a nice touch. Let's talk about yeah. Reva for a minute. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I, of course the internet disappointed me with all the fucking hatred. Yeah, me too. A person of color in the show, and like, I mean, Miss Marvel's getting the same bullshit. And it oh, really? Insane. I didn't know that. That's annoying. Oh, yeah, I was getting uh, review bombed like crazy because, you know. She's an actress of color. Her family's Pakistani and all this shit. Great. Humans are the best, eh? Uh, Humanity is just knocking out of the park this month. Yeah, they're doing fucking great. America, good job, guys. (laughs) You guys are just fucking killing it over there. Um, So my issue... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um... No, what I was going to say, though, is, like, I actually don't understand why she got hatred outside of the racism bullshit part of it. But, like, I liked her character arc. Like, I I enjoyed her as a character. And, like, I hope she's back in season two. Like, here's my biggest issue with her. I loved her story. 
until we got to episode six. I felt like in episode six, she did like, it was it like, it did nothing. She didn't do anything. Like, I know that that was her turning point where like, she's like, I don't want to be like him or whatever, but it's just like, yeah. I felt like if you removed, like if they could, they should have just killed her in episode five to me. That's what I think. Like, it's already weird that she survived being stabbed by two lightsabers. In my opinion, it's totally. just weird, I, especially because Obi Wan dies. I guess he kind of like gives up. I guess in Episode Four, it's not really the same. I retract my statement, but what I'm trying to say is that I think her story could have been a lot more compelling if it ended in five, at five. I think I agree with you. Like the fact that characters kept stabbing people with a lightsaber <laughs> and then not dying multiple times throughout the show, I thought was very weird. Um, yeah. Like even like, oh, Obi Wan, <laughs> yeah. But even Obi Wan, like walking away at the end from Vader, like I know, obviously that was going to be the ending. Like, yeah, yeah, you obviously couldn't have him murder him, but like, yeah. it's just so not fitting. Like, just man, you have him down on his knees. You know, like he's a piece of shit. And he's murdering all these people, and you walk away. It's like, yeah. well, Obi Wan's just as responsible for everything that happens in the next. 30 years as as Vader is really um but like yeah I, I think her character arc didn't really work for the show overall just because of yeah like what was her aim in episode six she was gonna go murder a kid just because yeah, exactly like it I didn't really like, work I do like like I loved that turn like in I think it was episode four where Obi-Wan right. realizes that like she's trying to get closer to him to kill him as soon as that happened, yeah. I was like, whoa, I did not see that coming at all. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And I loved that she was like a youngling that you know was coming back and wanted revenge. Like, I thought that was all great. But yeah. um, it would have made way more sense for Vader to just offer. And like, I agree. Like, I feel like that would have been a more suitable, like... You know, I feel like she could have done her character more justice if she sacrificed, if she, not sacrificed, but if she died at the hands of the cause, you know, like if, oh. like I thought it would, that would have been better, um, but. Like, I just thought it was weird too that like the Inquisitors or whatever were not really in the show after like the first few episodes. Like, mm -hmm. you, I really thought we were going to get a big showdown with the Grand Inquisitor at some point too. Again, I like I only didn't think so because I I had read that it's not going to focus on all the Inquisitors. It was mostly like Reva's story, so like I kind of expected that to be the case. So I was just happy hmm. that we got them at all. To be honest, I yeah, love them. No. and the fact that they're out there now in live action, and hopefully we can see them again. Cool. I love the I love idea it. of them. I love like I would watch an entire show of watching them hunt down different yep. Jedi and just seeing what happens. Like I think that'd be super fascinating. And like yep. I kind of hope that that's what the second season would be. Is like Obi Wan's told like, "Hey, here is six Jedi that are alive that we know of," and him trying to search these people out and rescue them. And every time, maybe every time or or a few times rescuing them, but most of the time him getting there and just seeing these people get butchered, I think would be fucking dope. That would be pretty um, crazy. I want them to go to more planets. I want them to just keep exploring the world, like stop with the Tatooine shit. I know like Obi-Wan's story really depends on him staying on Tatooine, so I don't really but know how to do on though. We literally only spent episode one. No, I know, but I'm saying now at the story point, like his right, character yeah. arc makes sense that he doesn't leave again. Like it would yes. it, I don't know. 
it's hard to, to go me, like, no, he had a whole no second adventure again, like yeah. that we didn't know about. Even though when he's an old man, he's just like, oh, I don't know anything. I haven't left this planet in seventy nine years. Like, see, like to well, me, no, I would rather 20. see us spend more time in a different era. Like, if they did more Obi Wan and Anakin, like I would love to see some live action Clone Wars stuff. Like, I would love that. Like, that'd be cool. I mean, again, it's just hard to do with the character ages. And you'd have to deal with them, and I know. I, I but still, yeah. As things get e better and easier, that may be an option, right? Yeah, no. I mean, I think more likely it'd be cool to see stuff during, or at least like Vader side of things, like close to A New Hope, like Rogue One era. Well, like, even um, after, so the comic books explored directly after. Um, episode four, that's where the Darth, the first Darth Vader's run from Marvel started. And like, yeah, it's fucking dynamite, man. It's such a good story. And it's so cool to see Vader like struggle. Like there's points where like in the comics, he like, he keeps having this reoccurring dream where like he regrets turning on, on Obi-Wan and ultimately turns on Palpatine. And like you see him and Palpat him and Obi-Wan like fighting together against Palpatine, but he's Vader. And it's just like, it's pretty cool, dude. Like there's some pretty cool stories from the comics that they could do in live action. That would be a ton of fun. Yeah, I know. Like I was, I was hoping and praying that we were going to get more emperor in the last episode. Like I, I, I said that before the last episode aired to some of my friends, I was like, I would love if like the emperor is a big part of this last episode too. But, um, I think that would be a cool like story arc to do too is like maybe Vader's not a huge part of the next season and you know, Obi-Wan's like fuck it I'm gonna I'm gonna not even worry about Vader I'm gonna go right for the Emperor and try to end this shit like mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool too I would yeah. be interested in seeing him and I mean in Star Wars Rebels Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul so I would love to see that play out in live action so would I that would be so cool. would I I, I wanted to see Darth Maul so bad I knew we wouldn't because I heard that he got written out once they decided that they were going to do Vader instead. So, and the thing is, I mean, that, that makes if sense. Maul showed up if Maul showed up after Vader, I still think it would be cool. But I mean, you know, Vader would be the one that ultimately would steal the show for me. So, but that would be great. Like as a second season, it's kind of a yeah. fake out of like, yeah. hey, we're going to do Obi Wan season two, and everybody assumes it's going to be another Obi Wan versus Vader story, and it's actually an Obi Wan versus Maul story. I think it would be, it could be cool because you could have Vader looking for Obi Wan, and you could have Vader still in the second season, but you could have it so he maybe doesn't even ever catch him. Instead, maybe Vader finds somebody else and kills them or something, right? Like, so in, in the the animated shit, is Vader aware of Darth Maul? Like, he knows he's still alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. But like, it would be even cool to see like Vader and Ahsoka fight in live action. Like, there's a run in Rebels. It's one of the ones I was going to ask you to watch at one point. Uh, there's, like, a three-part one. And it's, like, it, it's about Darth Maul and Kanan and Ezra and Ahsoka. And they go to this temple to get, like, a Sith holocron or something like that. And in the end, uh, Vader shows up. And Darth Maul is trying to trick Ezra into, like, turning on his team or whatever. And... Ahsoka fights Vader, and I think that's when she discovers same thing. She hits him and it cuts a slash in his helmet, and she recognizes that it's Anakin, and that's the first time she realizes that her her apprentice is Vader. That's so because yeah, because Ahsoka was trained by Vader, right? So her by Anakin. So 
I'm in. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of cool things they could do with it. And like I said, I would be completely fine if Obi-Wan wasn't even a big part of the story and he's just kind of aware of what's going on and they kind of shift to a different pair of characters. Like, I think I'd be yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I would love to see more. Not they have to be the same actor, but uh, like, I would love to see more of like younger Leia too. Like, like especially yeah, if she gets I mean, into that kind of shenanigans when she's that young. Imagine what she did when she was like good enough to like hold her own. Like, you know, even yeah. as like a 16 year old or something like that. Like, that would kind of be cool to see too, right? Yeah, I mean, like her training with a blaster and her, you know, kicking ass and stuff like that. Like, it'd be cool. You could do like a female, uh, like Indiana Jones style kind of thing where you have her kind of taking the lead and doing like crazy adventures and shit like that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, she looks like she's like, pretty well traveled by a new hope so i mean yeah you can do a lot of shit with her you know yeah yep, for sure um definitely less so with luke but yeah i, I would so love i was really hoping at some point there would be some mention of pod racing for luke just yeah. because like we know that he's a great pilot and like fucking loves his speeder and shit like that I was like, oh man, if they mentioned pod racing, I'm I'm gonna be pretty fucking nostalgic, even though I think that movie's bad, but still, I, yeah. but of course not. Nostalgia. And of course we got no Watto. So No Watto. I was pretty disappointed by the lack of Watto. Any? Any. I'm still oh, crossing my fingers yeah. eventually we'll get Watto back. The next the next Disney Plus series is actually Watto. It's called Watto. That'd be great. It's called What Do You Watto. Know? What do you know? He's a game show host. That's right. Hey, welcome, uh, Nubian, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, overall, like, I, I mean, I was very happy with it. Um, I'm, it made me fall back in love with Star Wars. It made me want to rewatch the original movies again, and it made me stoked for uh, Endor and, and um, fucking Ahsoka and all that. Like, I, I, I'm excited for those series. Then after... Boba Fett, or yeah, after Boba Fett, I wasn't not not excited for yeah, Star Wars. So. Yeah. yeah, so I'm glad um, it brought me back in. And hell yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things um, I gotta say that I was pretty underwhelmed by was uh, the appearance of Qui Gon at the end. Yeah, I was too. It's like I knew it was coming because it was like literally like the first line of the series. I'm like, there's no way that we start there and then we don't end with at least seeing Qui Gon. But it was just like so unsatisfying. It's like he just walks up and then just looks over and there's Obi and there's Qui Gon and he's like, yeah. "We've got work to do." And that's like, okay, and that's it. I'm just like, so like oh God, really? I felt like that might be like kind of a setup for season two with him, like, yeah, maybe doing some kind of training, you know, with Qui Gon about like the you know is, understanding the Force in more detail. Liam Nelson's Neeson is like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's I think he's in his sixties, but yeah. Oh, is he okay? I think he's pretty old. He was I, I'm not positive. I'd have to look it off, but I'm pretty sure he's mid seventies. I think. I might be wrong. Okay, um, see. I'm looking it up right now. I he's seventy. Seventy. Okay. That's still pretty old. Yeah. No. I mean, he's old. I I mean, you're doing all ghost for or force ghost stuff. He doesn't have yeah. to be there in person. Doing anything? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, he's doing a voice. He He's fine at doing a voice. He's not doing some big action scene. I think, you know, just giving Obi-Wan more training of, like, how to understand the Force and maybe giving more context for why, you know, he basically gives up against Vader in, in A New Hope. Like, 
Well, I think he teaches them to do the force ghost thing, I think is the idea, right? Well, that's so, what I'm saying is like yeah. understanding force ghosts and understanding that like there's more to life than, you know, your, your human body, body and like living on within the forest and everything like that. Like, yeah, that would make more sense and give more detail to, you know, a new hope in general. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it was underwhelming for a, a cameo and an ending, I think, in a way. I but agree. I, I agree. You knew it was coming. Yep. I'm I was surprised they got it first. back for two lines. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It doesn't surprise me that he would do it either. So. Well, not that he would do it. Just like, why bother if that's all he's going to be? Like, I don't know. Money talks and I don't know. Maybe he has yep. a nostalgic thing for. I would just say, like, well, yeah, I'll come back, but I want, you know, an actual you know, part in this thing, like, yeah, I think he could he could have been sprinkled throughout every episode of like you know Obi Wan. Aging looked weird. He looked like he had like a skin like facial mask on or something. He looked like he had a Liam Neeson mask on. <laughs> he did face off too. That's right. It was actually John Travolta. He's like, hey, hey, it's John Travolta the whole time. <laughs> hey, we don't have the same height or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, face-off doesn't make any sense in general, so just keep it going. Well, there you have it. I haven't seen it in so long, I couldn't even tell you. So. Fair enough. Um, yeah, overall, I don't know. I love it. Would you, overall, would you give it out of 10? Full season. As one. A nine. Piece. A what? A nine. Nice. Yeah, I'm probably pretty close. I'd say probably eight and five, but I really liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I, would, I would rewatch it eventually, and... I think it's mandatory to watch as a Star Wars fan. Like, I think... I agree. This is part of the series now. Like, you have to go back and watch this as, uh, as a full rewatch. I, I think Boba Fett, you can completely skip and it wouldn't hurt you in any way. Well, I mean, um, the, diff- the big difference there is you're dealing with a C-list character like Boba Fett. No oh, offense totally. to Boba Fett, because, you know, totally. but... And then you're dealing with Obi-Wan and Vader, who are arguably two of the most important people in the whole franchise. So it's like... I totally agree. I just, yeah. I think, like, they had an opportunity with Boba Fett to make, to make him really cool, and to make it an important part of the Star Wars universe, and they completely yep. missed that. Where this is now, you know, key to the storyline, and, and and you need to watch it. It's mandatory viewing, in my opinion. So yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it is so good. Honestly, I loved all the fight. I loved it all. I. You know, the people who are complaining about it, like, I just, I don't understand. Like, I just, I guess I just don't see it. Like, I'm not saying it's perfect by any means, but, like, for people to be like, this is complete garbage, I'm just like, how are you? Are yeah, you I've seen a few of that. Same, are we seeing, are we watching the same what? thing? Like, I have friends who are just, like, destroying it, and I'm just like, I just, I can't comprehend what's that bad about it. Like, I'm not saying that everything's perfect, but, like, like I no, said, not- even the, even the plot holes from the greater storyline for me that are affected by this, they're all minor and none of it changes anything. It's just that was written 50 years ago. And now they're like, okay, it doesn't really work here. So we're just going to like wreck on that line. And it's like, it, it Look, totally is. a. It doesn't mean anything. If entire religions can be retconned and adapted and changed over time, because there's new opinions on what's appropriate for the time and not, if you can look at the Bible and go, hey, we're going to redo this because it's not quite what we want it to be anymore, you can yeah. redo Star Wars to change a little bit. 
<laughs> I like that reference. And I'm not religious in any way. So hey, speaking of religion, have you watched that documentary on Netflix about the Mormons? Yep. Yeah. Crazy, eh? I knew a lot of it already, but um yeah, it's it's fucked up. And I mean okay, <laughs> Finn, we'll stop. Seventy eight points of articulation, first of all. Hello, sir. He says, uh, I enjoyed the show. Fight scene was incredible. But how do you square that Obi-Wan walks away from Vader, leaving him to kill and destroy planets? Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. That's the, the hard part for me on a few points, because even Vader letting Obi-Wan go in episode four, I'm just like, all right, episode three after their fight, like, you're telling me that a little bit of fire is going to stop him from killing Obi-Wan, and that's been his goal? I agree with you in that regard, but I also think, like, after he's been dragged through fucking lava and burns all over his body and shit, like, he's probably got a pretty big fear of fire. I, I would assume. And, like, his body's probably pretty sore from all the fucking burns and shit that maybe, well, like, like the I heat said, and stuff like that. Throw the stormtroopers onto the fire. And no, I agree. I mean, there's no excuse for him not using the force to just completely extinguish the fire or draw yeah. bodies on top of it or pull something down that has, like, sand or water or whatever in it and, like, if he can throw fucking rocks in the last episode, then he can sure as shit bring down a fucking mountain of sand and just cover yeah. it, but it doesn't work for a story at all, yeah, but like that was my assumption, is like, oh, he does not like her anymore, like, you know. Yeah, that's a good point, I didn't think about that. But I, I agree, we talked about that earlier, 78 points, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's weird to think that he once again, for the second time now, walks away after seeing what he can do and what he's going to do so yeah it is yeah. weird but but again i guess in this circumstance like what do you do like you have to have yeah. them have that final battle and then you have to find a way to just make it i don't know i guess there is ways to do it but yeah i i don't disagree i'm not and we're not arguing that there's not plot holes there's definitely plot holes but again yeah, i feel I, like i feel like that's really inevitable when you're working on a universe as big as Star Wars that spans such a lengthy amount of time and when you're dancing in between movies oh. that you know originally were made without a map of what it's going to look like in the future and yeah I mean yeah. I, I get it I get it I think if you know I think for people to really enjoy new Star Wars you kind of have to just take it for what it is like you know I don't, it's not like I think all the new stuff, you know, for the most part, I would say most of the Disney stuff does not compare to the original trilogy for me. There's pieces that do, but like for the most part, it's hard to touch that original trilogy. Um, but, you know, for me, I'm one who believes like I love, I love adding to the lore of a universe. I love universe building and sometimes things need to be moved around and changed in order to further advance the story in another area right so i get it but yeah no i, I think I, there's I, wild dogs over in the purple room <laughs> wild dog he's being a jerk because i haven't podcasted in a month um he's like oh you're doing this again let's fuck shit up <laughs> yeah he's going nuts <laughs> yeah I, I i think you're hard pressed to find a show that doesn't have plot holes like yeah that's fair Every show has plot holes. Every show, especially like a fan love show, 
people rip it apart on Reddit and rip it yeah. apart on the internet and find every loophole and every you know possible thing. Like there's very few shows that don't hold up to mass scrutiny. Yeah, and that's a good point. That's a very good point. Star Wars fans are some of the most hardcore people in the world, so of yep. course they're going to look at things and go, "Hey, this doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. This this is you know in this canon or in this comic book or in this show, you know this is different. And why did you change it? And it's like, yeah, that's the issue. Is it is fifty fucking years old? And of course things have to change and, and you know mildly be adapted to to fit new things within it. And especially when you're working within a nine or you know eleven movie trilogy, you know. 11 movie series yeah. and trying to fit shows within move, between the movies tweet. and between yeah. segments like yeah there's going to be plot issues because they were never planned to be this they were never yeah. designed the movies were never designed to have things intermit, intermittent yeah. things within They'll it leave and, room to breathe right yeah. so Star Wars as a whole is messy I mean after what? seeing the original trilogy did you ever think that the, the prequel trilogy was going to be about politics and like yeah you know, every it, kid loves a trade dispute, Ryan. Every right, kid. exactly, and that's what I mean. It's like when we went into episode one, we didn't know what to expect. Like the, the beginning segment with Qui Gon and Obi Wan on the ship and everything, and like them force pushing fucking you know droids and and you know putting sabers through doors and shit. I was like, this is awesome. And then we got into a trade dispute for fucking forty five minutes. Like <laughs> we didn't know what to expect, and it was weird, and, and everybody. Bitch at it then, and now a lot yep. of people love episode one, and and yep. you know, it's true. I yeah, think I, we'll I, look back on this and go, "Hey, it was pretty fucking good." Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think those are all very valid points, and I agree with seventy-eight points. I think we were spoiled with Mando season one because that's great stuff. So yeah, I mean, Mando season one is phenomenal, and I yeah. really hope that when it comes back for season three, that is. It's it's great too, but yeah. again, like you're putting things between things that eventually you're gonna have plot issues. Yep. yep. There's shows that run for five seasons straight that have massive plot issues. Like, you know, you get new showrunners in there. You have different people writing stories. There's yep. gonna new be things they didn't see, and... things they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking just about the way that earlier too. Our t- uh, seventy-eight is uh, he said. Slight pushback. Clone Wars did an absolutely incredible job, so it can be done. It can be done. Of course it can. I mean, you have to have somebody that has the Bible for the show that yeah. knows every intimate detail of, of the series and every piece of canon and that can go through and say, well, okay, you know, episode three, script part this, like, interferes with something that we did in 1980, and yep. therefore you have to fix it. Like, it can be done, but it, it requires... Disney to put that person in place, just like they have with Kevin Feige right, and yeah, Marvel exactly. and MCU. Like, they need then, that though, person in place. But even then, it ha- it still happens, like you said, right? It's it's part. It's part. The thing is, is if you if you always stick to what's on the paper, then like you shoe your shoehorn yourself into a corner where you are forced to write to a specific ending, and it's like, you know, to not be able to like, you know be able to do what you think is best for the story just because you know what happens next. It's like, eh, or what's about, or what happens in the future or references something like, yeah. So, but I, I I I think they did a pretty solid job despite, or, or in spite of knowing that we know where all these character arcs go, they still built tension. They still built 
cool action segments. Like and we know that nobody. Story. They knew we knew going into it nobody was going to die of of uh, any worth. Yeah. So there was no like massive like oh shit this is how is this going to work out? Like no, we know how it's going to work out, but they still managed to make a compelling show. So yeah. I think that you know deserves props. Yeah, it requires care and it requires a mass understanding and there's no excuse that Disney doesn't have that person in place. Like I agree. They have yeah, infinite man money. They can especially have somebody because, in place. But, especially because they do have that in people like Dave Filoni who did Clone Wars and did right. Rebels. Uh like it's not like they don't have those people. It's just like they should be well, giving people like him and Favreau more of course. And less interference, like in giving them more But I mean like, they couldn't do that between episode seven and episode eight that were shot back to back from each other they couldn't do that they couldn't keep right. the storyline straight yeah. do we really expect them they to eight, they do eight and then spend most of nine talking their way out of eight right and that's what i mean is they couldn't even do that for uh, for the movies the main feature films that are you know hundreds of millions of dollars and under the most amount of scrutiny out of anything star wars so yeah, yeah. the fact that they they you know, have some plot issues for a show that's only airing on Disney Plus. You know, I, I can look. I can look beyond it. Yeah, same here. Same here. Makes me wonder if they're ever going to try to redo the originals. I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. Kids I think like with this new, like I don't think they will. Especially after they made so. that comment. I don't think we talked about that. Remember when Kathleen Kennedy was like, "You can't recast legacy characters." It's like. Dude, we're about to watch Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about, you fucking idiot? She is an idiot. And I don't like her, but I think she's just a uh, very much a boardroom person that yes, does not understand the fandom universe. and does not understand the things she's talking about, and yeah. she's there to make sure that the shareholders get their money and things are as profitable as they can be, and um. She's not the right face to do public things towards fans. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, but even when she talked about that, about like it's like she talked like casting Aldrich Ironwright or whatever the fuck that guy's name who played Han Solo. She talked like he's yeah. the reason why it fucking sucked. And I'm just like, first, like I like Solo. Like I think Solo is actually a pretty good Star Wars movie. Like it's not a movie I ever felt compelled to see. Like I didn't feel like I needed to know what happened, but hey, thanks for stopping by 78. That's dope, man. See you, man. Um, but yeah, like it's not the story that I felt like I needed to watch, but I did yeah. enjoy it when I did watch it and I thought it was pretty fucking good. So I don't know. But no, like, he's but not I... the reason why that movie was bad. They came fresh off of episode eight, I think was at that point. They came up, which was not in a good place for Star Wars fans. And they released right. it six months after instead of its usual December time. And they had to rewrite it like three times and restart it. Like, and there was it's no the same as that. It. No, but it's the same as that, that Ghostbusters movie they did with the full woman, uh, woman cast, right? It's like everybody was like, oh, it was because uh, everybody's sexist and doesn't like women. I'm like, no, it was because the movie sucked yeah, and it wasn't yeah. funny and it wasn't well written and it wasn't Ghostbusters the way that like it should have been. Like it yeah. wasn't a good movie in any way. It had nothing to do with the, that it was women within the movie. You could write an all woman Ghostbusters movie and have it really interesting and well yes. done if it's written well and it's funny. Yeah. 
And it's the same as that. It's like, it had nothing to do with the actor. I just didn't think the movie was very well done. And it came out at a bad point and eight sucked. So, yeah. I agree. It's not even like it wasn't funny. There's funny moments in it. But, like, the biggest issue with Ghostbusters female edition is it doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. No, I don't. The other other three feel like Ghostbusters. So, that one one does not. But that's what I'm saying is, like, I feel like the people that are making these decisions do not understand the decisions they're making. Just like my own, you know, fucking company I work for that the people in head office do not understand what the fuck they're talking about when they make decisions for store level people. Like yep. they just don't get it. They have not worked in a store. They do not understand the things they are doing. And this is the same thing is it's people in high, high end positions that do not understand what the fans want and what the fans are looking for and why fans have, issues with the things that they do or love the things that they don't do, you know? Yep. Totally. Um, so one other thing I was going to mention was maybe it'll come back to me. I can't remember. Yeah. I loved, I loved Obi-Wan. I thought it was fucking really, really good. So cheers to that. Fuck yeah. yeah. Good job. Disney plus. You did it. It gets the the moose milk thumbs of approval and moose milk. Two, two, two good cups of milk. Um, <laughs> two big old no, glasses I, of moose milk. Yeah, you can get the moose, you get the chocolate. I don't know. You can chocolate moose milk. Um, chocolate moose milk? That's when it's bad because it's shitty. <laughs> okay, so it's straight. So if we have well, chocolate I mean, moose milk, it's bad. If you have vanilla, if you have regular moose milk, it's good. Somebody's going to take that as a, a race connotation. So I don't, okay. I, I, I don't know. Why don't we just say it's two moose cup, moose, two cups of moose milk of delight. Of delight, yes. And if the down. milk cups are empty, then we don't like it. Um, and it'll be like those like reindeer mugs from the Christmas movie, the Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah, uh, Christmas vacation. Be good. Be good. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, it made me excited for, for Andor, so. Me too. I'm excited to watch the Senate get built. Yeah. Um, what else? What's next? So fucking next week we'll do. What do you want to do? Do you want to do the boys or do you want to do Miss um, Marvel? I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to do the boys because right. I am just fucking loving the boys. Holy so shit! Much. Is it good? So good, man. So Homelander is basically just Donald Trump. That's not an idiot. Oh the the. The side jokes that they're doing during this season are amazing. so clearly plucked from the headlines of the last like two years that it's like amazing. It's shocking that they're they're able to say and do the things they're doing just because it's just ripping apart American politics. But did you see? Did uh, you see a bunch of people on Twitter on Reddit were like boycotting it because they realized that like now it's making fun of Donald Trump and now they're like <laughs> that and. They're very annoyed at how much male butt there is in the show. Oh, give me a fucking break. And they're like, oh, so it's okay to show all these male dicks and butts, but we've got no boobies in here. I can't watch this. It might make me gay. Oh, my God. I hate people. You know, it's just, I mean, at this point, we can just get rid of the United States. I'm so tired of it. (laughs) It's just, it's just the worst. Please. Yeah, it's just the absolute worst at this point. We're living in the worst version of this reality that it's just 
fucking pitiful. Dude, um, it's fucking like um, Handmaid's Tale. No, it's exactly Handmaid's Tale, and it's, it's terrifying. Happening. It's happening. I know. Um, Everyone's gonna. Yeah. Okay. So that's me. Yeah, I, I that this is the conversation I had you know, the other day. Is that this is why it's so fucking important to vote and the next Canadian election, like for prime minister or whatever, like this is why you have to vote because this is the shit that you've got to actually fucking be concerned about. And voting in conservative in Canada is going to slowly be a slippery slope into what fucking's happening in the States right now. So you've been warned. Um, it's true. Yeah. So next Friday we'll do the boys. The following Friday we'll do Miss Marvel. Um, what? So that's because you can't see Thor. I can't see Thor until the I get until the for the week after Thor is opened. So like you'll see it and I'll miss it. I'll miss it. I'll be I'll be like five days late. I can still do the show that week because it's not like I can't yeah. podcast. I just can't get to the theater to see it because there's not one within a two hour drive of where I'm staying. So yeah, that's fine. So next week is the first. We'll do. We'll do the boys. The eighth, which is the day Thor comes out, instead of covering Thor, we'll do all of Miss Marvel up to that sure. point. And then the following Friday, the following Friday, which is the fifteenth, we will do. We'll do Thor, uh, we'll do Thor and we'll yeah. cover Thor completely. And then after that, She Hulk. Oh, we'll, no, she Hulk's not till August. She uh, She Hulk's not till August, but I we'll I mean I feel like we we'll do Jurassic World. I'll, by then, hopefully, I'll have seen Jurassic World. And then after that, we'll figure it out. We'll. There's so many other shows to watch. Maybe by then you can watch some Stranger Things. We can talk about that. Like, yeah, maybe that works. We'll keep going. Yeah. Um, so that's the plan. We're back for now. There may We're be a week baby. in August that we missed because Matt's on vacation in August. But yeah, I'm going we'll to figure it out. So I won't be able to do it then. But yeah. So there might be a week in August we missed. But besides that, I think we're we pretty solid good. for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think so. Cool. So I think that's the end of this episode. I think it is. Good job, Brian. You did Fantastic. it. We did it. I We're back. Two big cups of moose milk. God, that's all I've I ever like wanted. Our, I like how our, our review is two. It's two cups. It's not five. It's not ten. It's just well, two, it's two thumbs up. Oh yeah, I guess two thumbs up. Two moose milk cups up. Cups yeah. up. You're like you're cheersing. You know. Yeah, we're cheersing. It. Double fifth in milk. It's true. So cheers um, to the milkiness of the moose. <laughs> that's kind of boost. Um Yeah, so that's it. Uh, thanks everybody for coming back. I know uh, we were gone for a long time, and I appreciate everybody popping off in the comments and coming by to uh, check us yeah. out again. Yeah, man, um, I agree. Hey, I have a uh, uh, shelf shuffle on Wednesday next week. Yep. Next week. So yeah. you go to the YouTube channel in Matt's uh, bio. Um, you can search it out at Customs by Matthew on, on YouTube and Follow him and, on Instagram and, and and Thursday I'll be on Unboxing Thursday with Toying Around. And on that I'm also gonna be opening my summer swap figure I got. Fantastic. I've been holding on to it and I'm like, it's killing me to hold on to it because I just want to fucking open it. But don't I know have how you nothing do it. to open and I'm like, this may actually drop some attention to the event because we're just gonna get in oh, as yeah. soon as it's done, we're gonna get into Secret Santa sign up. So I'm like, you know what? It would be cool to unbox this because nobody will, nobody on the show will ever unbox this ever. It's like a one of a kind thing. So, and it'd be cool to get to open it to my surprise because I have no fucking idea what's in the box. So, 
So is that on their YouTube channel or is that on Instagram? Yeah. So that'll be, I'll be posting it throughout the week, but that'll be on Toying Around's YouTube channel. So check it out okay. on Thursday, Unboxing Thursday. And then we'll be back Friday. And then we'll be back Friday. Next week's a big old stream week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for me. Boom. I like it. There it is. Um, yeah. So if you're not following me as well, follow at Smoke Media on Instagram. You can go over to that YouTube channel as well. We're available on podcast services and all that hey, are we shit. On so Amazon want... Music? My friend asked I don't me know. Tonight and I was like, uh, I, I can look into it. I, uh, I don't know for sure. I, I pushed it to everything. It should pop off if you actually search the, um, the link within the, uh, thing but I'll, I'll i'll look into it tonight and make sure i'm gonna have to uh i think our year of subscription is almost up on the podcast service i use so i'm gonna have to re-up that too but okay. we'll go from there okay um but yeah the podcast is available in audio only form uh on most podcast services i will look into amazon music tonight you know it so thanks everybody for watching and we will see you next friday yep we will peace out my friend Farewell, nice friend. to catch up i missed you absolutely See ya.